coach Roy Red has helped several pro athletes, companies, organizations, and sports teams overcome their mental blocks, reach their peak potential, increase their performance, produce more results, and just have more fun in their life and business. Bring me the energy, all right? Choose will determine what you Get off your ass. Literally, that's what we're talking about on today's show. We're going to talk about how movement and not sitting all day can get rid of pain, can give you more energy and just more vitality, which in turn will make you a better entrepreneur, a better business person, or a better CEO, a better wife, a better father, a better you. But first, let's bring in the show. This is the Entrepreneur Underdog. Business secrets to help doubted entrepreneurs triumph. The Underdog Entrepreneur is where we use fast-acting shortcuts to help underdog entrepreneurs make more money, have a bigger impact, and live a better lifestyle so that they can prove their haters wrong. And now, your host, Roy Red. Roy Red. Hi, everybody. It's Roy Red, five-time best-selling author, internationally recognized speaker, and your host of this show, the Entrepreneur Underdog, where we help underdog entrepreneurs with fast-acting secrets to help them win in life and business so they can prove their haters wrong in a positive way. Today, I am super excited. I got my brother, Fernando Rodriguez. We're going to be talking about Getting Off Your Ass, which is the name of his new book and his new coaching program where he helps CEOs and pretty much just anybody get off their butt and get rid of their pain and everything with movement. Also, the CEO of Far Performance, also yes, a pro, also a pro basketball player. What's up, champ? For those who What's don't up, um, uh, know man? who you are, tell us tell it tell us who you are and what you do, bro. I'm Fernando Anthony Rodriguez. I'm a tr- personal trainer. And I love to help a lot of people with their health. Mm-hmm. And I play mm-hmm. basketball, and you know, I love I love people. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. We were actually having a conversation right before this, and um, I was, you know, we were just kind of just bantering about, hey, we live, so don't mess up. And I just wanted to just commend you on um, moving forward and not trying to be perfect, because I think perfectionism uh, is an excuse not to put things out, because you can't even get things perfect anyway until the market gives you feedback. So just thank you for just working 
Uh, we've been coaching together for a little bit now. You got your book coming out. And uh, I just wanted to say thank Perfect. you for, for implementing, being a person of action. Definitely. And uh, thanks to you and people, uh, great people around me. I'm getting uh, more improvements in my life and my business. So, yeah. Salute. Yeah, man. So, man, tell us um, uh, what you do. Um, if I'm a person who needs to get off my ass, how do you help me do that from beginning to end? So the first thing is uh, a plan of action, right? So their mindset has to be ready to make a decision for themselves. So a lot of people could be stuck in a rut. They may have a, a nine to five. They have kids, a family, and they have a consistent schedule and they don't create time for themselves to try to better themselves. And they create excuses or reasons why they can't do something. But in reality, everyone has about 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to move. So I think it's beneficial for people to start moving, even if it's walking with a friend, family member, because at the end of the day, it's it's healing for you and you get to go outside, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D. And I just feel that it'll help them do a better job as a wife, husband, mm -hmm. entrepreneur, and everything else in life. Mm -hmm. I kind of believe that, or I don't believe, I know that to achieve anything, it takes three things. It takes mindset, action set, and skill set. And that's the first thing you talked about was the mindset. Mm -hmm. um, what is the mindset that a person needs to have or the mindset they need to create for themselves to where they can they can change up and start living their best life? Because with movement comes comes everything, even for the brain. And, you know, we know this, but for someone who doesn't have that mindset, how can we show them that literally, even if it's just 30 minutes or less of movement a day to change their life? I feel that people need to have a mindset where they just need to make write it down on a piece of paper or their phone or whatever whatever have you and stick to it like for example if you know you want to lose 30 40 50 pounds mm -hmm. but that's not going to happen tomorrow so i'd suggest that they make a, a short plan a short-term goals of okay well i have this 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 and this and this to do but you know what i can sleep a little bit earlier or do whatever I have to do to make this happen for my goal mm -hmm. and to move forward. And I think it stems with um, camaraderie. A lot of people that I know that are scared in their head of going for their goal because they don't have the proper information, they like to go and be in a group. And yeah. when they're in that group, they have they create you know a better atmosphere social skills and they feel like they have a team and support so that you know that gets them going yeah and goes mm -hmm. but you know what fernando you know what fernie i don't have enough time i got kids i'm running a business i'm doing all this stuff um even though i know that it's important that i got to get some movement in and some working out in I don't have enough time. So how can you create that time for me in my day to where I can still get the benefits, but I'm not, you know, killing myself? Okay. So say someone was completely busy all day long from yeah. the time they woke up and legit till after dinner, right? Say it was seven, let's just say a number a time, 7 PM. And they wanted to sleep and uh, have leisure time with the family and friends. So what I would suggest and I even include it in my book, so I'll give you a little sneak peek, is that 
I would suggest, you know, you're going to hang out with your family, say if it's a parent, if you're going to hang out with your family, then make the family work out together at this specific time. Cause they're all going to be together regardless. Yeah. So let's go for 20 minutes on a walk, on a hike. Oh, let's work out. Let's put this video on and learn how to improve ourselves or hire a trainer yeah. for 30 minutes, something you got to get moving and it'll help you. It'll, you'll reap the benefits and rewards and it'll help you improve in your whole life. Yeah. From it. It sounds like you're talking about what I call chunking, which chunking is breaking it down, taking that major goal and then breaking it down to, I hate the word habits because it's just, it's just it, it doesn't talk about it in a way to where we have actual control. Uh, but that's the mindset. What's the action set? Is it just working out? Is it, what's the actual tangible action set for that? The action set? And my perception is when someone, you know, maybe they didn't, they felt sleepy in the morning, right? And they, they could have just put the snooze alarm, but they decided, you know what? I have to get up. I have to get going. And I told myself, and the power, that's why your words are powerful, is you told yourself that I would go to the gym or go to the park or whatever you decide to have uh, you use for exercise. So since you told yourself that, you have to be accountable to yourself mm-hmm. and not anybody else. So that's an action. That's the first step. Yeah. And you have to consistently do that. And with time of consistency and being true and honest to yourself, that'll gain you results if you're doing the right, proper things in your yeah. program for yeah. your health. Yeah. Integrity. That's what I call integrity. That's what I call integrity. So tell us, what is, what is FAR performance? Um, what does it mean? Um you know, it, one of your, your merch is some of my favorite merch to wear. It makes me look, you know, yeah. um, what, is far <laughs> perform, what is FAR performance and what does it mean and how did you come up with it? FAR performance was established, um, I want to say January 2017, uh, officially. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word, I was just playing with the terms. I was like, oh, Fernando Anthony Rodriguez. I could put uh, abbreviations as FAR. And then I was like far performance and then i just kept on juggling ideas and that's how basically it got created uh and far performance is about helping individuals who want to move better feel better and look better in a plethora of ways so i train uh athletes i train parents and i train people who are wanting to prevent or rehabilitate their injuries yeah yeah, that's dope. Real quick, let's reset. Thank you for everybody who's on live right now. We're talking about getting off your ass with Fernando Rodriguez. Please hop into chat on the right side if you're on YouTube or below if you're on Facebook and ask Fernando some questions. If you're on Periscope, that's also below, I believe. And make sure you share, comment, and like. You know, we're taking our time out of our days to bring some value the best way we can. So it'd be much appreciated if you could help us with the algorithm. Share, like, and uh, comment on this um fernando let's dive into your basketball career i mean was that that <laughs> basketball is that your first wife your first love and um, so what did basketball look, 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 you got hype you want to talk about that a lot um tell us about basketball and uh just how much it means to you so this is created this far performance is created from a basketball and from all the sports i played before and my first love i would say it was my parents say it's basketball because I had a little hoop and I would like always want to shoot and like dunk on it. And when I was like a baby, but 
I would I was I love football a lot. Like till the decision of 10th grade, I had to stop playing football. And I and God given wise, I think personally that I was way better in football. So but I, I love basketball more. And so basketball, I've been playing seriously since I was 10, but I picked it up really when I was six. And uh, it's it's taken me a lot, a lot far. Hey, it's taken me far. <laughs> and, uh, and it's taken me to have my own business mm-hmm. and meet a lot of uh, important people because of basketball. Like I know a lot of people that are celebrities and pro athletes and musicians because of basketball. And yeah. uh, I'm just well connected because I play basketball at a high level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, just some cool collaborations you got coming. Just some people you're going to be working out with in the future that you're talking to me about the other day. Just, yeah, just the connections that sports bring and the, <laughs> and the yes, discipline sir. and integrity that sports brings to your life. So let's talk about the book, man. Uh, what's the title of the book and what inspired you to, to write it? So the title of the book, the main title is Get Off Your Ass, like the like our theme today. But um, it, the subtitle is How to Improve Sex Life body composition and confidence. And the reason I came up with that is because health is in all of those sectors, every single one. So, you know, if people are having a challenge, then in one of those areas, it's coming from your health, whether it's breathing, sleeping, eating, it's always correlated with that. So I just felt like I wanted to talk about that and um, help a lot of people a lot of people and impact their lives in a positive way. Yeah. You know, I struggle because I get a lot of uh, people asking me about diet. What do I do? Because, you know, I, I do my thing. And um, there's a lot of, I'm going to just say, wannabe trainers out here that don't even really know what a trainer is. They don't even know what to do. They don't know how to create an environment that creates a, uh, that creates the proper stress inoculation to help the, the, person who's being trained adapt in the way that they want to adapt. Um, a lot of trainers are going to watch this and not even know what I just said. And they're a trainer. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, so how do you navigate through and be distinct in these times where people just flat out have so much bullshit out there? So I'm glad you said that. So I'll be honest. Like mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm an overall very nice person, but when it comes to training, I'm very detailed and specific because uh, if you, or if you aren't detailed and specific, you really can hurt someone. Um, yeah. and that could cause injuries. And if you're dealing with million dollar athletes that can cause them to ruin their season or career, yeah. or yeah. if, or if you're dealing with, um, grandparents that don't want to fall and you taught them something mm-hmm. that they shouldn't have and their fault. So the point of what I'm trying to say is it's very specific and what you have to do, it's not just about biomechanics like a lot of trainers do. They just want to train their body parts and look big or they want to, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just about how it's always about movement. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting restricted with their movement or mm-hmm. they're not sleeping well enough or breathing properly. And it all it all eventually adds up. So I'm here to give you a formula on how to do it correctly and mm-hmm. improve healthy lifestyle yeah yeah you know my dad always preaches that like even like right now i'm buffer than i like to be um <laughs> but you know like you get a little buff and Big body you, can't, you can't move properly my dad's like ah you're tight 
dude, if a monkey jumps on your back, you won't even be able to get him off, dude. Better hope one of them. Better hope a monkey doesn't start chewing away at your back. He used to always say stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get my mobility back. And so, um, um, in the book Culture Code, it talks about how in America we see health as movement. But nobody is preaching that. Nobody's talking about movement. They're talking about buff or abs or or whatever, or all these dudes are on anabolic steroids. What is the importance of actual movement instead of just trying to look a certain way? Yeah, we want to look good and feel good is more important, how you feel and how you move. What's the importance of, of movement? So the importance of movement, I would say, is not being limited. So for example, if the whole family wants to hang out and there's a function and there's a grandfather who can't even move and needs help and needs assistance and doesn't even isn't even able to take care of themselves that's a challenge and i feel like that stems with movement so if you move in a certain way properly they'll be able to you know be self-efficient so like you just said i'll go backwards and say you said people are buff but can't even touch their back right yeah but so I'll speak for athletes so I could break it down like this. If you can't move properly and aren't flexible, then you won't be as strong in movement, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. as athletes, so I just feel like if you're not moving correctly, then you're not, play- you're not playing or moving at optimal performance. So I just feel like stretching and breathing and... Sleeping is all important. It all ties in to yeah. your movement. And if you just if you're just stiff, then that's just gonna it just looks bad overall in a lot of ways. Negative side effects. Yeah. What do you think is more important? Uh, like, what's the hierarchy of importance of when it comes to health? Is it re- are abs really made in the kitchen like people say? Uh, what it what 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 is the hierarchy of health? What do you think is the most important fundamentals that maybe people don't focus on? I would say. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Uh, spirit, right? Mindset, attitude—it falls in the same umbrella. Um, I, I talk about this in the book and uh, breathing. People—we breathe every day. If we don't breathe longer than uh, three, four minutes, we're dead. So I think a lot of people don't pay attention to how they breathe. Um, sleeping. A lot of people say, "Oh yeah, you could you could sleep when I'm dead. You're gonna sleep sooner because That's you're gonna me. be dead." That's me. Huh? That's me. Exactly. Exactly. So I just feel like for me, I always optimally perform better when I at least get six plus hours of sleep and people yeah. that that's a whole nother. Uh, I could dive into that a lot, but basically sleep and then sunlight. Right. So sunlight, you get some sunlight. People are during COVID and in, in this pandemic they've been inside whether they work remote or uh, there was a kid in school had to work on the laptop or what have you people had to stay inside and people were telling me i can't sleep well at night and i can't do this i can't do that have you got 30 minutes of sun did you get did you move and they're like no i was like get 30 minutes of sun and i guarantee you consistently over time your sleep's gonna get better yeah so it's connected everything's connected yeah that's what i tell these depression people like you know, you know, I bash depressed people. Um, that's just, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna stay quiet. <laughs> but it's like then you start asking them about their life and their and like their, what they do, their daily rituals, and it's like they don't even get out and get sun. They're not even working out. They're drinking alcohol. It's like before we even talk about depression, can we at least make our common sense our actual common practice first and move before anything else? Because guess what? When you 
and, and I've worked in a medical field for over 10 years. There's nothing like seeing someone in their last days where they can't move and now they can't do nothing. And so to me, lack of health is lack of movement and health is movement. And it's, it's a real serious thing. It is. And I just feel like to be really bold, so you were bold, I'll be bold in a different direction, is that you, when I was younger, I really didn't understand as much as I know now. And I see that when you go to the hospital or if you go to the doctor, yeah. they're basically yeah. telling you maybe the, maybe the origin of the problem. Mm-hmm. And they tell mm-hmm. you to take a pill or they're going to say, or you should do this. Mm-hmm. And basically mm-hmm. it's an instant short-term fix. And it's not like, hey, maybe single factor thinking. Exactly. So it's not it's like, hey, maybe you should learn how to breathe or maybe you should start um, implementing hip stretches because your hips and back are messed up. Yeah. Uh, So, for example, I did what I'm the core message of Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say is that. It's the opposite, man. Like people want you to be unhealthy and they and they're going to get revenue off of that and they want you to stay healthy. So I'm here in this world, I know it's a big purpose of mine is to help others that don't have the information. Yeah. Yeah. I had um, the, the the best guy in the world with brain science and, and fitness tying it into the brain, uh, CEO and founder of, of uh, Z Health, Eric Cobb on here. And he talked about that. He talked about movement and the brain and the same stuff that you're talking about. And it's just huge. And I just hope people uh, realize that. Um, one thing we believe here, real quick, let's reset the room. Thank you for everybody who is on live right now. We're talking about getting off your ass. Make sure you like, share, uh, comment, ask a question, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, real quick before we end, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about what was I going to ask? Our greatest successes come from messes and you learn to use movement to heal pain because you actually had an injury so talk about your injury real quick and how you healed so in short i had a herniated disc when i was 19 and a lot of a lot of scholarships were going to be down the drain basically that's what happened and it pivoted my life uh, the trajectory of my life. And I was at first for at least a couple years, two, three years, I was like upset about it. And, and I was improving thinking like, Oh, I'm okay. But like I'm seeing my friends make the NBA or be in the NFL. And I grew up with them and I was yeah. playing at them at that level. So for me, it was hard. It was painful. But as time yeah. continued, I figured out how to rehab my body through mm-hmm. physical therapy, strength coaches, your, your dad, who's my mentor, Eric Red, and basically I found different approaches, how to fix my body, and it took a while. It was not just one part. So I just feel like a lot of people get lost in just fixing one or two body parts that you're mm-hmm. injured in. It's really like the whole unit as a whole, your whole body as a whole. So I had to figure that out uh, with mentors and um to end it is my biggest pain is my biggest strength now because i'm helping the whole world and now i feel better than i've been felt in like a decade yeah because you were there and you got out of it so you can help people out of it you know exactly to grab their hand and bring them out 
All right, we're going to go into the red zone. Where we're going to hit you with five fast acting questions that I found are hard for people like me and you to answer. You ready? Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, Fernie, tell me your favorite book and why. Uh, I would just say like a Kobe biography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Kobe, man. That's like my, that's my, always will be my favorite athlete ever. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I probably, as far as health. Mine too. Go ahead. What? I said mine too. Mine too. Exactly. So that's all I I could, I I don't have a specific ones. So I'll just say Kobe biography or autobiography. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. I know you get them Kobe stories too from uh, Demo. And Demo gave me one Kobe story. I was like, yo, Kobe's really that dude, man. He's that dude, man. He don't even talk to people at practice and he just <laughs> mess with them mentally and just be like, all right, well, I'm going to mess with you and see how you react, basically. Yeah. Did you see the interview with Phil Handy on uh, All the Smoke? Yeah. Uh, yes. Phil said when he came in, he said Brian Shaw hit him up and said, hey, do not let him punk you because he's going to try to test you. And I, <laughs> I do the same thing to people. I do the same thing because I don't need you in my life if you're going to fold. And so I test people too. So that's just dope. What's a quote that you live by and why? I'm thinking on it. I'm thinking on it. Trying to get to it. Um, uh, I'll be cliche. Believe in yourself or no one else will. Mm-hmm. Elaborate. I feel, like once, I feel like once you believe in yourself truly, others will believe in you too. It's that simple. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. All right. Would you rather be loved or respected? Man, that's challenging. Uh, I'm on that respect tip. I don't need your love. You can love me and steal from me, but if you respect me. (laughs) It's tough. Okay. So I would say I can't really answer the question if I'm not detailed. So if it was respect. I would say, of course, I would love. I want to be respected always. People know I'm, I work hard at my craft and help others. Yeah, and people respect me. Uh, but love, I'm. I'll just go like I'm a harmonizer, man. Like I'm a, a very nice person to people, and I like to be supported with love. But if I had to answer the question in short, I guess I'll say respect, man. Because when you disrespect someone, they just look at you differently and they try to like put you down. And I'm just like, nah, like I'm that dude. You better watch out, like quit yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could spend 24 hours with anyone who's ever lived in history, who would it be and why? You already got, it's already the first answer. Or second, whatever I answered. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe, man. I regret not get, getting to work with Kobe. I sent him like six, uh, like six of my books trying to get a hold of him. I emailed. I did everything I could. I tried to go through Lewis House to get a hold of him. I did everything I could, and um, I would have eventually got there, but you know, you would have, you would have. Let's just say you would have, because we got, we got, we're connected, bro. We know, we know people that could set that up. Cold, cold. What, what, what would you do if you had twenty four hours with him? What, like, what would you ask? What would you? I would pick his brain, man. I would just be like, okay, from a life standpoint, I would ask. We know that. You want to be, like he said, his own words. I want to be very ambitious with basketball. Most people can't in that regard. Mm-hmm. And I'm in that lane. He's in a different level, but I'm in that lane. Yeah. And and uh, I would say, how did you live your lifestyle knowing that you had a wife and kids? And you, I know there's interviews saying, like, um, 
like uh, Vanessa saying, man, if you're working eight hours, training eight hours a day, you better win the effing championship. <laughs> and I was like, see, he put so much time into his craft, which we could relate to. But it's, it's also like, like, how did you have any form of balance? He didn't, right? So like, I would say, how, how are you spending time with your family? And what got you into these positions of, um, we know the on, on the course stuff, I ask him all day. So I'm more yeah. like off the course stuff to get to Life know him stuff. as a person. Yeah. So like, for example, um, people that I know who knew Kobe would say he didn't really like to give his personality fully, his full personality to the public. He wanted to keep it to himself because he was like, like, I think Phil Handy, Phil Handy said it. he was like, I don't. I don't want them to see me like that. They don't. Yeah. They don't deserve to see me like that. Something like that, Same. right? And and uh, and basically, um, I would just want to get to know him, have some lunch, uh, train for sure, uh, yeah. and just pick his brain on how he's meant so mentally limitless and strong. And I'm I'm there, but I just we all know like Kobe's like Kobe's at another level, you know? Yeah, he's on, he's almost on my level. Um, <laughs> um. um that's dope, man. That's dope. What is success to you? The perfect successful life? I feel like success to me is what I'm embarking on now in my journey. So, for example, I'll talk about a story a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. when I graduated college, my parents and family, they're like, maybe you should get your master's or maybe you should uh, be a physical therapist. I'm not this talented and I'm just going to do the norm. And I would have hated it and I would have like got out of it somehow. So my story goes like, I never wanted to have a 40, 50 hour work week because I wouldn't train for basketball in the morning and I wouldn't, and then I couldn't train. Um, if I had a regular job in the middle, then I couldn't train clients. So like my schedule would always be a little odd. So I could play basketball and train with NBA and overseas players and compete with them. Yeah. So for me is um, I feel like I'm living it now. Like I'm not there yet. I'm improving, but I feel like I'm living the life that I want instead of living the life where it's said to say, said to be like, okay, Oh, you have a good job, blah, blah, blah. But are you fulfilled? I'm, I'm being so fulfilled right now and I'm continuing to be fulfilled. And most people can't do what I'm about to do and doing because they decided to take a route where they're kind of boxed in, in a, in a way, if they enjoy it, that's okay. I'm not going to bash anybody, but for me, I know I'm limitless and I'm going for everything I want in my life. And, and that's it. Yeah. You know, I've actually, I, w I came up with this. I'm, I'm writing a book called, I think it's going to be called the um, either the winning underdog or the victorious underdog. And I came up with Victorious sounds good, bro. I like Victorious. It has a real good I, ring to it. Yeah, and I got this Victorious. I got this equation called the victory equation. And it's how to achieve the impossible. And I've literally figured out how to achieve the impossible. And going to the NBA is achieving the impossible. Like if you look at the numbers, it's damn near impossible. But it goes curiosity passion, purpose. So you're curious about basketball. You're passionate about basketball. Basketball is tied in with your purpose. But then here's the key that people are missing. And some, pe some people jump to this key and some don't. And I realized in me 
quitting basketball because I got tired of dealing with just certain shit that I didn't jump to this key is what you're talking about is autonomy, freedom, because you can't master something until you have the freedom to really practice it every single day. And that movement from eating, sleeping, and that movement from dabbling in basketball and just being good to going to the point where you eat, sleep, and shit basketball is the mm-hmm. autonomy part. And that's the part that people got to get. And I think a lot of parents, some parents don't realize it. Some people don't realize wow. it. But if you can get that part, then goes to the next part, which is the biggest human drive, which we all yearn deep down in our souls. What we want is mastery. We want to master something. Even if you look at kids, kids might hate doing the work, but once they see themselves improving and see themselves mastering, they have joy. Mastery is what um, uh, gives us a joy in life, mastering a skill. And you can't master it until you have the autonomy to do it. And that's where jobs and school and all this stuff really just messes us up. But um, uh, yeah, I figured that out. And coming up with that, the victory equation, I just... That's exactly what you said and what you uh, were talking about. And I wanted to uh, add to what you were saying earlier about mastery and um, how parents don't know about what it takes. Uh, so I think Gilbert Arenas said, uh, I had I don't know what who it was, what kid it was, but there was a kid, whether it was his or not, and they were in the gym. Are like, oh, he has school tomorrow at 8 in the morning, and they're at the gym at 12 at night or 1 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and he was like, "Oh yeah, school? Fuck that. They don't. They don't, they don't understand. Like, they don't, they don't understand. It. They don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. So like, so basically, what I'm saying is, I'll add to that and say you have to literally do whatever it takes and put yeah. so much time into it in order to succeed. And if you don't, you're going to be average or above average. And exactly. no one wants to be that. And you want to be elite. And to be elite, you have to like put your whole being into it." You need that autonomy. You need that freedom to wake up, eat, sleep, and shit, whatever your purpose is. And not only will you be mastered and become great, but you'll live a life of joy because you're doing what you want to do. All of our negative emotions come from our life not fitting the map on how we think life should be. So if you think you should be in a dope relationship with a dope girl or or a dope guy, and you're not, you have a little negative emotion. If you think you should be in a certain place and you're not, you're going to have emotion. That's where all depression, suicide, anxiety, all negative emotions come from. And I can prove that assertion. But, um, hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, bro. Um, Tell everybody where they can find you um, about the book, how they can get the book, when you're releasing the book. And uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, people can find me on at Far Performance on Instagram, on Facebook under Fernie Rodriguez, F-E-R-N-I-E Rodriguez. And um, I just made a TikTok, too, on Far Performance. I, I got to get improved that. Mm-hmm. And lastly, the book will be coming out Tuesday, July 13th, and it will be on Amazon.com. Okay. All right, all right. It'll be yeah. on, it's gonna be on Barnes and Nobles. It's gonna be everywhere wherever you go. To it's everywhere on all social platforms and all platforms. And it will be a bestseller, guaranteed. It'll be a bestseller, guaranteed, because I'll help the whole world if you just literally read that book. And it's not even that long. Like you, you could read it in a day. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah.
Yo, well, thanks for coming on. Thank you for everybody who joined the live. We were talking about getting off your ass and improving your life with movement. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoy creating it for you. Till next time. Peace. Yeah, yeah. This is the Entrepreneur Underdog. Business secrets to help doubted entrepreneurs triumph. The Underdog Entrepreneur is where we use fast-acting shortcuts to help underdog entrepreneurs make more money, have a bigger impact, and live a better lifestyle so that they can prove their haters wrong. And now, your host, Roy Red. Roy Red.